Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mishnah's Psachim Perak Zion, Mishnah Yud Aleph, and Mishnah Yud Beis. The Karim Pesach had to be consumed, and in order to ensure everyone had a Kazayas, you had to figure out how big was the animal and how much of it was edible. There are parts of a small young animal, again, this sheep, this sheep was under a year old, so that were edible, although we know that once it got older, more mature, it might not be edible. So the way they determine what was considered edible and not considered edible was not by looking at it and evaluating it in its present state, but by actually looking at it and saying, if it was older, if it was an older, actually said an older full-grown ox, would it be edible or not? Therefore, kol anything that can be eaten a fully grown ox, as in whose limbs have fully matured and hardened, it would be considered edible and considered meat in a tender lamb or kid. That is to say that if a person were to consume, let's say, a part of this lamb, which was soft, and this part of the lamb, however, would harden and not be edible when it got older, they would not fulfill their obligation of consuming the carbon Pesach because it's not considered an edible part. The ends of the shoulders and the cartilages, which are considered edible meat, even though they uh, are very hard, they're considered edible meat because if one cooks them for a long time, they do soften up. If a person breaks the bone in a Pesach as Tahar, one is in fact liable and gets lashes for transgressing the prohibition of one should not break a bone in the Karim Pesach. One's not allowed to break a bone in the Karim Pesach. If one leaves over meat from the Karim Pesach, one does not get lashes. Why? Because a person can correct any law of the Torah, any prohibition of the Torah where one can correct it, as a person can now go and burn it, therefore one does not get lashes for it. There's a corrective measure for it. Uh, it's called a lav hanitik la'ase. Similarly, if a person breaks a bone in, a, in an impure carbon Pesach, a tummy carbon Pesach, ain't a locus one does not get lashes for it. One only gets lashes for breaking the bone of a, a kosher, kahar, carbon Pesach. That being the case, now we're going to see a fascinating halacha. We know a person is not allowed to bring a carbon Pesach outside of Yerushalayim. And if one does so, it's disqualified and it must be burned. What happens, however, if a person is carrying their carbon Pesach near the walls of Yerushalayim and somehow part of the carbon Pesach leaves the walls of Yerushalayim and now becomes disqualified? Well, you can't just cut that part off because then you're breaking a bone. Avers Yatsimiksasov, part of a limb of a carbon Pesach leaves Yerushalayim. You should cut the meat all around the limb until you get to um until you get to the bone, as in cut all the disqualified meat. Scrape and peel all the meat off until you get to the joint. So what you're doing now, you can't chop the bone off because that would be breaking a bone. But scrape all the meat off uh, from where it's uh, it's where it's invalid. And when you get to the joint, then cut through the joint because that's not breaking a bone. That's just the joints and the sinews that are holding the bone together. And then you can remove that part and burn it. But if with any other sacred offering which leaves Yerushalayim, which also cannot leave Yerushalayim, just take a cleaver and chop it through because there's no prohibition of breaking the bones of other carbonos. Now, how do we define the walls of Yerushalayim? In, inward of the doorway is considered inside the Jerusalem. And outward of the doorway is considered outside Yerushalayim. The in, the windows and the walls of the thickness of the actual and the thickness of the actual walls are considered inside Yerushalayim for the Pesach and therefore a person is sitting in the window is or on top of the wall is considered to be inside of Yerushalayim. I wish you all a wonderful day.